1: No purchase is necessary for we prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Order! 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 Laurie Roll, the two time winner, takes the lead from Faulkner. That's the way they finish the first lap. Realizing oh. that
2: Davison had, had to get to his pit box. Very, very lucky for those crew guys. <laughs> welcome to another episode of pit lane parlay this is one of our many episodes well where we will be joined by somebody from the hmd motorsports group first up is driver david malukas david i, I know you just got done the track walk so how is your initial impression of saint pete 2021
0: yeah it's great um a lot of the uh The the curbing and uh, the barriers are quite similar. I think uh, two turns are a little bit different, but not too bad. Um, There's actually quite a bit of grip down, I think, uh, since when IndyCar was here in October. So it's a little bit different, but, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Team's ready. I'm ready. Can't wait for tomorrow.
2: Awesome. So for those who are listening and and maybe not familiar, last year you ran the – the name is escaping – USF3 – because obviously there was no Indy Lights, so tell us what what that was like after back in 2019. You were able to run Indy Lights, and so it's kind of a you know different car, but and and obviously a bunch of different tracks. So what was what was your 2020 experience like?
0: Yeah, so I mean, uh, we were we did Indy Lights here in St. Pete. That's why it kind of feels a bit nostalgic being here because <laughs> the last time we were here in March, I mean, it was like the world was ending and. I remember everyone was kind of scared and we didn't know what was happening and then they canceled, but then it was like, Oh, we'll be back to racing. And then it didn't really turn out sadly for Indy lights. Um, I mean, at least the the rest of the series did, but for us, uh, it did it didn't seem like, uh, we, you know, had the pace. Um, I mean, but we ended up, uh, having two weeks to go. Um, so, yeah, so when Indy lights got canceled, we had two weeks, um, kind of, to find something else. And we ended up finding the FR season, which was uh, really, really good. Um, I mean, but within that two weeks, we had to find the car, um, actually get the car to the shop, uh, put our setup on it to a car that we've never done before and know anything about, and then show up to mid Ohio for the first race. And we ended up putting it in second, only being a a thousand off uh, of Linus, who was with Global at the time. So it was a really, really good start. um, All FR season, it kind of ended up just being me and Linus, but I mean they still had like a bit of a jump on us and by the end it, it was kind of just a second place, second place, and, and SUNY kinda of had that championship <laughs> secure. But yeah, so but it was it was really good. Uh we had a lot of fun in the FR season. Um and yeah, I mean it was, it was good to kinda of do a different car, but it feels great to be back in any lights now.
2: So I, I know the cars are I, at least I think the cars are a little bit smaller and, and the, the engines are a little bit smaller on power, I I think, but from, from actually, you know, drivability standpoint, what is it like driving an, uh, an F3, a U.S. F3 or a Formula Regionals car versus, you know, now an Indy Lights car?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a little bit slower and everything. Um, I mean, it's also a heavier car, actually. Uh, but that's mainly for just safety reasons and the halo. But now we have the halo for Indy Lights. So it was actually almost good. You know, we did an FR season and uh, we, we got to test with the halo. Um, and so now when they put on Indy Lights, it was like, oh, well, I kind of just did this for a whole season. So nothing's really new there. Um, you know the car. I think relativity-wise, because we we're thinking maybe going to Indy Pro 2000 um, or right. doing the FR season. Um, but we chose the FR mainly just because of the turbo. Um, I think it's a, a little bit. It was a little bit more familiar to Indy Lights, and it was something I never done before. But yeah, I think uh, yeah, it was really really good. Uh, but man, it feels good to be back in Indy Lights and uh, having some nice Cooper tires. I
2: like it. So you've got you know a full 20 race season this year, which is uh, god the longest. Indie lights calendar i can remember in a while you were at saint pete and you mentioned kind of the, the nostalgia feel where else this year are you are you really excited to go to that you didn't get to go to last year
0: um i'm really excited to get back to uh road america um i mean that's like kind of you know been a, an all-time favorite for me um i mean we also had a really successful uh year in the with indy pro there, having you know the the double win which at the time was was but you yeah, know, I, I, I'm really excited to go back there. And also Laguna Seca, of course, That's, I mean, with that actually we started going recently and I mean, ever since we went, I've, I've been loving it. So
2: awesome. So let's see here. You've got a, a bunch of teammates now with your, your partnership with uh, global racing group. You, so you have, you have Linus, you have Benjamin Peterson and, uh, oh, the last teammate is escaping me at the current moment.
0: Uh, Nikita Latoshkin
2: yes thank you so what (laughs) I let's start with with Linus because you you battled with him for the championship last year obviously he won I don't know 96 percent of the races or something ridiculous like that and and won the the first Indy Lights race this weekend I know he's a little bit of a quiet guy so what what can you tell the world about Linus that maybe not everybody knows
0: well I mean he's kind of uh letting it out there I mean he's really really quick uh he's a a very good driver i mean we we since you know he's been with the team i mean we can see his data and he's just very consistent i mean he's very good at uh you know with the racing you know from end to finish uh, i mean from start to finish he can uh, you know do a lap in the beginning and do you know an equal lap at the end um he's really good at saving those tires i mean very very impressive um, I mean, for me, it kind of it kind of came out of nowhere for the FR season. You know, I didn't really know anybody or anything going into it, just because of that short two week notice. But I mean, it was very obvious after uh, two races. We knew I was like, okay, so Linus Lindquist, he's a uh, kind of a badass. Like, <laughs> you know, you can't really uh, say anything else about him. But no, he's very very impressive, and I'm very happy to have him in the team.
2: Awesome. All right, so we'll go through. So we we went through that. Now Benjamin Peterson was somebody I personally wasn't familiar with before he got announced on on the on the team and, and Nikita we know but let's 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 start with Benjamin same same question from Benjamin what what kind of racer is Benjamin what's he like off the track uh for those who uh, obviously most probably IndyCar fans and Indy Lights fans are probably not super familiar with the name so uh, I don't know how much you've gotten yeah. to gotten talk with him but
0: yeah you know uh so Benjamin Peterson he actually did uh some of the FR season um I think all the way until Virginia, and then I think virginia he he kind of went away. I'm not too sure, but I think he was doing some racing in in Europe or England somewhere uh, but no uh Benjamin also very very impressive uh I mean we got along straight off the bat after the first test, and we've been kind of like best buds. it's almost like he's kind of like my brother at the track, so uh it, it's always the big smiles around with uh with Ben and christian and uh with me and my dad it's it, we have a we get along very very well together, but yeah Benjamin also is very very impressive driver. Um, and you know, for him being uh, in Indy Lights, it's everything. A lot of it is very new to him, um, going from Europe. And but he's, I mean, catching on really, really quick. And I think uh, he'll be uh, very impressive from from uh, here on out. I think it's going to be a, a big show for him. Awesome, I
2: love it. And and Nikita, who I think was supposed to run Indy Lights two years ago, didn't. You've run with him in uh, Pro Mazda slash Indy Pro 2000 and and the Road to Indy ladder. So. I'll, I'll keep this why I'm sure this is an easier one, but, uh, what is it, what is it like to be able to continue racing alongside
0: of him? Yeah. I mean, Nikita always makes me laugh. He's so funny and he's also Russian. So he gets along very well with my parents. Um, so you know, with Russian slang, you know, their jokes end up being a little bit different and (laughs) it's really, really funny. So it's a really, really good time. Every time he comes, it just makes you immediately want to smile. So, you know, I, I love Nikita, um, on and off track, um, He's working with uh, Luke Varley. He's also my coach, um, and I mean, we all three of us just get along really, really well. So yeah, I mean, big smiles all around.
2: I love it. So let's see here. The team is is um you know behind the scenes. The team is is pretty much the same, correct? From everybody who you had in 2020 and 2019 is essentially the same.
0: Uh, yes, from 2020 until here, 2019, there was a lot, a big difference. It was kind of at the end of 2019 when we have like, I mean, almost a hundred percent turnover with, uh, you know, wow. mechanics engineers. So from yeah. but from 2020 to now it, it is very similar because, uh, but kind of just fine tuned it more. And, I mean, the team connection is like unbelievable. Nothing I've ever seen. So
2: Awesome. So I'm, I'm curious one kind of glaring omission from, from the schedule this year, which is the freedom 100 you had a pretty big accident if i recall correctly back there in 2019 but are you still yes kind of bummed that the race is not on the calendar do you hope it comes back at all or do you kind of see the logic behind removing it from the from the schedule
0: yeah no i mean yes it does it does make sense why they removed it but at the same time i am very very bummed um you think you know after my incident you know it's always like i'm glad not to go there but it's actually the opposite you know i really want to go back with, you know, this new reform team that we have and kind of have redemption there. Um, and it, Freedom 100, it's, you know, being one of the biggest events in the Indie Light series. So, um, yeah, it is a shame that it, it's not there. But, I mean, I understand. I support the series decisions. You know, they make all the best. And I, I think there isn't a better one out there. So, yeah, it is a, it is a bummer. But, um, yeah, I mean, I understand. And, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes after. Um, but, yeah.
2: Awesome. All right. So we're, we're going to go non-racing here. You are probably one of the first drivers to actually add a second song to this list, but I'm looking for the playlist (laughs) now. So, and I probably could figure out what song you added. Uh, I think it was probably, it was probably right after right before your formula regional season started last year, if I remember correctly, but we haven't added to this playlist in a while because we, haven't you know interviews are a little a little tricky in in covid world so if you're going to add another song to the pit lane parlay drivers spotify playlist, what is something you're currently really digging
0: um man, man it's a whole bunch i mean uh on the track actually funny enough i've like recently gotten, got, gotten into like heavy metal when i when i, I love work it. out i love it like somebody was somebody was playing it and i was like wow i really like this like i feel really pumped up right now so i just so i up weights and started screaming i'm like yeah this is awesome <laughs> <laughs> um but um yeah i also I, I mean i really enjoy lo-fi house like lo-fi house music you know for any time i'm working or studying um but at the track i, I don't know it changes from heavy metal to uh Logic the rapper. I I really like his music. Um but yeah, I don't know. I'd probably pick just to mix things up like uh from the Doom soundtrack, the the Rip and Tear. I that oh. song is just unbelievable to me. <laughs> that that is that that is a fantastic
2: choice. I'm 100% on board. With <laughs> oh, do you album.
0: listen you listen to heavy metal too?
2: Oh, I I so a lot of times drivers give me songs on this playlist and I'm like I have no idea what this is. And yeah. Um or it's, it's like, you know, techno stuff, which I, you know, I don't mind. Like I'll listen to like when I'm in a, you know, chilling out and doing some work, but even, even when I'm typically just seeing, doing emails and doing work, I have metal on at all times. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a big metal head, but I, so I always get excited. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm drivers. more, more
0: recent to it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm listen. It's, it's never too late. We always, we always welcome new metal heads
0: and, <laughs> Well, I mean, so like for the, I actually, cause I was listening to heavy metal when I work out yeah. and then I was like, okay, well I'll do some work and it's actually really good to work out. And I, I actually Googled it and it said that listening to heavy metal when you're, you know, when you're doing like, you know, homework or some sort of, you know, studying, it's yeah. actually, it actually says it's like really good for your brain. And I actually felt that I was like really focused when it was just playing in the background, it kind of just disappears on the back of your head. But I'm pretty sure when people walk past me, like behind my back at the cafe, they're probably like, what the hell is this? You're Just <laughs> music blasting from my
1: headphones?
2: I mean, honestly, my favorite thing to do in the summer is to drive with my windows down and put on like the heaviest metal I can find, and really just kind of like <laughs> get the stairs. Like, I you just have to learn to embrace it, and maybe maybe I'm I'm slightly <laughs> twisted, but I really enjoy the the look. People are like, when the when when you get that what the hell look, and you're you're just like driving down the
0: neighborhood. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm honestly I'm slowly falling into that and a lot of people are questioning me, like yo okay that's weird but i'm like no i really enjoy it and the community is really nice like i would google like a like a heavy metal you know like live 24 7 playlist and the community is really nice it's like welcome new listeners and i'm like awesome i love this
2: (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's you know i've i've gone to many many metal shows and and really
0: okay round
2: two name something that's not boring
1: Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
2: Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.
1: That's
2: right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, relief, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? The outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favorite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the checkered flag.
2: Can't remember times where I've not enjoyed myself. But yeah, I mean, my favorite thing is when I used to work, I mean, this was, I was, probably 20 21 years old so it was a couple just a couple years ago and i was delivering pizza and i would drive through the center of town listening to ramstein which is german metal music and i would put all four of my windows down and just blast it driving through town and that was my favorite because people would get give you some really crazy looks
0: (laughs) yeah but those are great you're okay well since you're an expert you're gonna have to send me some because I'm still very, very new to it. I've I've
2: got all sorts of different metal genres, so I will, I will shoot you over some some recommendations over the next over the next couple of days here.
0: Awesome! Now I'm excited.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could go. I could go on for days. Every every time I get a driver, you know, who gives me like a Linkin Park or something like that, I'm like, ah, oh, okay. I have to go immediately listen to the song as soon as we're done recording here which is what i will do with the Doom. probably the doom soundtrack will be like my walk the dog tonight playlist before i i I edit this and get it ready to to release and
0: i I was just gonna say like i love how you know you you're just casually walking a dog and people just see like you just relax and then inside your headphones you're just (laughs) blasting a doom soundtrack
2: oh yeah do you (laughs) many times like i catch myself like singing a little bit and i'm just like walking the dog down the street and i probably look completely ridiculous (laughs) but i embrace it because it's fun and listen it is it is what it is and not everybody likes it and that's that's okay you know not everybody has to like it but i'm trying to get more people into it and i i see you've converted so you know at least started to enjoy it so i'm i'm very happy we'll have to we'll have to have you add a new metal song a couple times throughout the throughout the year when we talk just because i'm i'm very excited to Listen to what, here, which which, you, which
0: way I go to.
2: Yeah, which whatever you discover this year.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I will
2: I will end it here with with one more racing question, so people don't think we're we're on a music podcast, but. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. so you've got you've got a big schedule. obviously race one didn't go your way to to no fault of your own. you, you had the, the early DNF race two obviously went your way with the win. How do you how do you manage such a a long schedule with pushing for wins versus obviously you know the, the name of the game is ending at the at the top of the points at the at the 20th race so you get that IndyCar scholarship. How do you balance that you know that wanting to win with also realizing hey i need points where's where does that line come into play
0: yeah i mean uh, that is always the toughest thing about the sport um you know every time you get into a race you immediately kind of just focus on that race you are like man i need to win and you kind of make these risky decisions or really push the car into the corners that could end up making it you know you lose the car or, oh you, you know put on the limit but you know, I have uh, Yancey, my, my engineers, always tell me on the radio, like, hey, you know, take it easy. You know, it, it, you have this position secure and, you know, let's just, you know, focus to the end and get these points. Um, but it kind of just, yeah, it takes a lot of, uh, I don't know, like uh, kind of like meditation almost. Like You got to yeah. like keep yourself calm. I already know. I always, but like the first couple laps. I don't it's very hard for me at least to just keep thinking like okay stay conservative let's go for points but I'm always like put the pass put pass let's go let's go I'm just gonna stick it in here let's go oh okay seems like it works Um, but yeah no after always those first couple laps though and that huge adrenaline rush you know from the slow start and hearing the engines rev up once that kind of dies down you're like okay I did some stupid moves but it it worked out let's you know kind of keep it calm here and race to the end and get these points. But, yeah, it's, it's always a, a play, and I think uh, it's actually very hard for people in their teen years. You know, I'm at 19, so it's, for me it's yeah. kind of ending. But, like, every year for me it's a huge maturity, and that is, like, one of the main points is trying to stay conservative and focus on points and the end goal instead of just kind of sending it all out in, in turn one or the first race. Um, and they, they always say that in the meetings as well, the driver meetings, they're like, Hey, you know, you don't win the race here, so don't do anything stupid. You know, it, it'd be much better if you end up, you know, second instead of first, but maybe, you know, you would have both got taken out. It's better to, you know, secure the points and, you know, you know, you'll do it again. So yeah, it, it, it is hard, but I think every year, especially for drivers and the seniors, they'll they'll mature.
2: Awesome, man. Well, listen, I, I wish you the best of luck this weekend. Definitely. We watching it and hopefully at some point in the, in the somewhat and somewhat near future, uh, more media will be allowed at the track so I can, I can get out of my house here, but, uh, drive, uh, you know, best of luck, be safe and, and look forward to talking again soon.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I can't wait. I will definitely, uh, be ready with some new, uh, <laughs> heavy metal <laughs> recommendations.
2: Awesome, man. Well, uh, good luck this weekend. Hopefully you can, you can pull out a win and some good results and, uh, we'll be
0: watching.